cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. You make me a mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello, and welcome to Gotham City Limits, the premiere podcast about all things Batman. Uh, he is Vengeance, he is the Knight, and I'm Em, and that's Autumn. Hi, we're, Batman. We're talking about the goddamn <laughs> Batman. I didn't read a, go- a single comic. People like gave me suggestions. I have like a, a small reading list. I just got busy editing a bunch of things, and I haven't done it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too many podcasts. I... This end of the month is always a bad time for abnormal mapping in terms of getting right. free time. <laughs> <laughs> I read um, three issues of Gotham Central after we talked about it a bit last time. Yeah. Um, would you like to... So... I was reading this and it made me think of something. Would you like to guess when this uh, comic uh, started running? Gotham Central? Yeah. Ooh. So my gut wants to put it in like the mid aughts. So I bet it's like closer to like 99 or 2001, something like that. December 2002. So you, oh, had, you, you ran from uh, December 2002 to the middle of 2006. Yeah. Would you like to guess when the first season of The Wire finished up? <laughs> I don't actually know the answer to that. Um, About six months before this, and you can feel it. Oh, <laughs> Somebody amazing. said, what if we did The Wire but Batman? And that's all the book is. But there's not... Um, so I've only seen the first two seasons of The Wire, so I don't know how much I could like talk about it, really. But how have you like, not seen all of The Wire? This seems like a show you would adore. So I saw it um, when I I had I saw the first season when I was like sixteen or seventeen, and it was in that weird space where um, I had circled around from I should pirate stuff because it's fun to no it's bad I shouldn't pirate things because um, I should support the creators of it. Uh, I was in that phase, which meant that, like, I wasn't going to pay, like, $100 to get a- all five seasons of The Wire on DVD. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I've only seen the first two seasons, but um, uh, 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 it's just that. But there's no, there's no like, Jimmy McNulty who's, like, lovable and identifiable. I mean, he's the worst, but, like, he's lovable. I was going to say, you've only seen two seasons of The Wire. <laughs> if that's how you're describing McNulty, fuck that guy. <laughs> Oh, he's the History's worst person ever. <laughs> he's the worst person ever, but, like, uh, he is, like, a fun presence in the show. There's no, there's none of that. Like, none of the characters are, like, as immediately, like, fun to be around or interesting to be around. Um, most characters on The Wire are not fun, I guess. <laughs> but, um, and also there's no, like... There's no, um, sort of, like, getting the, like, criminal side of the story. So it is, like, 
partially, I think, because these are, like, 22-page comic books, like, it is strictly the, like, cop side of things um, from The Wire, which is, like, a really boring version of The Wire. <laughs> yeah, I had not I had not seen The Wire when I um, read uh, Gotham Central, and so I had no frame of reference to this, but this doesn't surprise me. The thing about Gotham Central I was really surprised by the way people talked it up is I, it's a much more subdued comic, at least in my memory, than mm-hmm. uh, what it, like, I assumed by its reputation. Um... And not even in the sense of, like, that's the kind of comics that they kept making. Like, you know, you look at Brubaker stuff, and his crime stuff goes off the rails in a dramatic way that Gotham Central is not. <laughs> um, I mean, his Batman comics go, like, off the rail in, like, weird ways. Um, that, like, at least three issues in, like, this is just, like... You know, the very first, uh, story is, um, Mr. Freeze, like, kills a cop, and, um, they chase him down, um, and then, like, I'm starting in the second story, and it's, like, kind of following a couple of detectives from that first story, um, and, um, yeah, it's just pretty, like, normal, um, I like how reserved they're being with, um, Batman's been in like six panels, and so it makes every time Batman shows up, you're like, "Oh shit, that's Batman!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he only ever says like four words. <laughs> oh right, this comic looks like this. I love this style of like really flat colored comics of this era. It looks incredible. I really like the look of it, but sometimes um, because like because it's like about cops like all the panels are very square yes which means that sometimes like the the arrangements of them like get confused to where like i read a lot of comic books i could not sometimes follow like oh i read this panel and then this panel like sometimes that got a little mixed up Mm -hmm. but that's not like the the individual like panels themselves look fucking incredible yeah Um, damn, yeah, I should reread this. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, also, just Renee Montoya is there in the very first issue, and you're like, oh, hell yeah. Like, she's going to be the fucking star of this book. Like, I haven't read this book, but I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just partially because it's, like, shorter. I don't, it's pretty short, right? I'm pretty sure it is. It's, like, it's 40 sh- issues, which is, like, not crazy. Yeah, the, the, the problem is, like, my perception of comic books was so warped by, like, um, like, just as someone who's, like, knew of the idea of books as, like, super long-running things. But 40 issues of, like, a monthly is not a lot of story. Like, even though it no. runs for, like, you know, over three years, that's still not a lot of content in the way we're, like, I read Naruto. Naruto's a fucking lot of story, because there's a lot of pages yes. being put out of Naruto. <laughs> yes. Um, and that's the other thing, is that, like, um, it's 40 issues, but it's, like, they're 22-page issues, and so, like, the plots kind of feel more like 22-episode TV shows yes. than, like, you know, The Wire, which is, like, an hour, and so things can, like, breathe a little more, you know? Yeah. Um, like they they catch the guy who kills that uh, or they catch Mister Freeze like real quick because they've got like two issues and then they're like on to the next story arc, mm-hmm. uh, which is good, I think. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you're not reading this on MCU, are you? I assume I was like, this is probably on there. Gotta no, I um, <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it, which tells me that maybe I should like stop paying for that service. Okay. <laughs> 
that I don't want to, I don't want to go to like whatever, wherever, the, everyone knows the comic site, but I'm going to protect it a little bit here. I don't want mm. to go to that site and have to manage a thing. If it's not on DCAUU, I'm not going to, I'm not going to download it. That's it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I like, I had a phase like a month ago where I was like, I'm going to stop pirating comics because it's kind of a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And then like, I signed up for Comixology Unlimited and like, every time I load books on, on Comixology, like, turning the page takes like 30 seconds to load. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to keep all the, like, I'm going to keep pirating books because I prefer the reading yeah. experience of I it. I <laughs> had Comixology Unlimited briefly, uh, when they put out all of Beck, um, the manga on mm. their service and I read all of that and then I was gonna read, um, Initial D, but Initial D was like, scans from the early english release where like all like all the language was like localized in a way that was really obnoxious and i was like i can't i can't do this and it was terrible quality and i'm like i know and then i couldn't find anything else i really wanted to read on there so i just stopped paying for it but once we started doing this podcast i was like i'll just get a year of dcuu you know it's like 70 bucks it's like one video game and uh, if i don't use it then uh double dumbass on me i guess yeah i mean like you'll probably get like $70 $70 of comics out of it in a year. Yes. Like, that's probably fine. Yeah. You know? Yep. Um, that's my goal, anyway. But, yeah, that's about... I read that, and it did just kind of make me be like... I kind of wanted... Like, it was reading Gotham Central and also watching this really bad episode of the animated series that I was like... I think I just want to go read, like, two issues of a comic where Batman beats up a bad guy, you know? <laughs> uh, sure. Okay, so, our episode this week is The Underdwellers, uh, came out in 1992, um, <laughs> uh, Let's see. Story by Tom Ruger, uh, teleplay by Jules Dennis and Richard Miller, directed by Frank Parr. Um, do you want to give us five sentences on this? Yeah, okay, um... I, there is a beginning bit to this episode that has nothing to do with the rest of the episode, and so I'm trying to like figure out like, do I even want to include it here? And I think the answer is no. Um, Batman is inve- investigating um, claims that leprechauns are like stealing people's shit across Gotham. <laughs> um, sentence two. Uh he finds one so-called leprechaun and brings him home. It is this child who has been, uh, like, kept in the sewer system of Gotham by a guy named the Under King, um, who has a whole lot of children and is using them to steal things. Um, sentence three. Batman is incensed by, um the how fucking evil the underking is and investigates and meanwhile has um alfred take care of this child uh who is incapable of speaking um and hijinks ensue sentence four um batman finds the underking and like Gets made a fool of on several occasions while trying to just beat the shit out this dude. 
Sentence five, he beats the shit out of this dude and sends him to jail. This is a bad episode. I feel like I skipped, like, most of what happened in this episode because, like, it's very plot light, but there's just a lot of, like, other stupid shit happening constantly. Um, yeah, okay, so this is... This cartoon's generally well regarded. There's episodes that are famously bad. Like, just mm-hmm. goofy, so stupid shit happens. Oftentimes, I find those delightful because I enjoy laughing at them. This is one where there's fucking nothing. There's, there's very little no. to like laugh about. There's nothing interesting revealed about the characters. Uh, the, the villain's bad. Uh, the, the, the setup is boring. The action's poor. Uh, Batman kills an alligator. That's what happens here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Batman doesn't kill unless you're a wild animal, uh, turned on him. And in which case you're, you're fucking doomed. Okay, okay. So we've talked before about how, like, I think you and I agree, like, Batman does not have guns. Batman does not use guns. Um, That is very important. Um, In general, I feel that Batman should not kill people, but if people die in, like, in a Batman comic, I'm not, like, too bothered by it. Like, it, you know... Batman sometimes will kill people in certain situations, I guess. Um, this is an episode where Batman strikes very, like, like, very firmly does not kill a dude, but does keep a bunch of guns around his house to, for looking at. I don't, I don't think <laughs> ornamental guns necessarily bother me in particular here, uh, just because Wayne Manor has all sorts of weird shit around it, right? Like, it's not that it, bothers me necessarily it's that like why the fuck (laughs) why the fuck does batman have all these guns and why are they not even behind glass so that because this is not the only time that batman has had a child running around wayne manor i just feel like he should have the guns behind some glass with a key (laughs) yeah I, um, I, well, I, like this part, this is one of those things that just doesn't necessarily bother me. Like Wayne Manor's full of guns. It was probably full of guns when Bruce was a kid and he just didn't give a shit, right? Like, he, you know, um, rich people do all sorts of like dangerous shit and it doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. the actual part is that they're like ornamental guns and not Bruce Wayne's ballistics collection so he can figure out how to be Batman. Um, is it? It can't be year one. There's gotta be some, maybe it's, ba- maybe it's Batman Begins. There's a whole bit about him firing a bunch of weapons to like, that might be year one to figure out how, what projectile patterns look like and doing Batman shit uh, as part of his like, I need to learn everything I can learn about guns, even if I won't use them. So he should just have like every gun possible lying around just in case you need them. <laughs> I don't, I don't remember this, which makes me think it's not year one, but also I wouldn't be shocked if this was just like something I, didn't remember mm-hmm. um because i definitely i definitely know what you're talking about i definitely know this scene you're talking about i just can't picture it in year one specifically yeah but, me either yeah um, um but uh specifically the thing that's weird here is that alfred's like what is a child how do i handle such a strange contraption? it's so dumb you raised bruce my dude you were the one 
He raised Bruce, and Bruce remarks upon this in the episode. (laughs) One, Bruce is such a shit because he's watching in the security camera as Alfred struggles. Two, he's like, I wonder if I was that bad when I was a kid. Ah, I won't go help, though. (laughs) He's such a shit. Yes. Um, And then the rest of this is taken up with Bruce, uh, Batman specifically, uh... Being like the fucking uh, opening of SVU or whatever, it's like some crimes are especially heinous. When you make children farm underground, I'm ready to murder a man when I normally would not care. (laughs) (laughs) He's dealt with serial killers. He's dealt with like robberies. There's probably been like assaults, like... But mm-hmm. it's 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 the guy who keeps children in his underground farm that is too far. He literally expresses multiple times this episode how he doesn't kill anyone. But if he would, he'd absolutely kill this motherfucker, this sewer king yeah. guy who doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't. It's just it's dumb because, like, I do think that, like, the under king is like a mega evil guy, but like, I, I think this is a really fucked up thing to do, but yes. I don't know why Batman in particular, like he, this is Tuesday yes, for him. Yes. I feel like <laughs> uh, we got off brand Captain Hook here and he's going to menace everyone. With some crocodiles. He's got children farming in the sewers underneath the city. How are they farming underground? I have no idea. Are they growing mushrooms? Maybe. <laughs> do they have like, do they have lights? Does he have a bunch of UV lights underground? Is this like a grow up actually? And they couldn't put that in kids television? No idea. Uh, questions unanswered. Um, also, I guess it, it feels like the only reason that he's underground is so that he can have the alligators, which are dumb. Yes. <laughs> There's another, there's already a Batman villain that is the alligator guy. Killer Croc exists. You don't need to make this man. Also, this guy, like, gets one over on Batman several times. Like, he's running away from Batman, and there's just, like, he runs past, like, a hole in the sewer system, and Batman falls down. I'm like, I I just feel like Batman's smarter than this, (laughs) you know? Yes. I just feel like Batman should not be so easily fooled by, like, shithead Captain Hook guy. Yep. It's weird, because, like, um, so much of the setup of this episode about, like, ah, uh, like, kids underground, uh, trying to liberate them, feels like it should be a setup for a Tim Drake episode. We don't get Tim Drake for, like, 60 episodes of this show. Um, but if this is, like, young Tim Drake, who, like, in this version has kind of, like, the um, Jason Todd, like, uh, backstory, mm-hmm. uh, where he, you know, he, he's introduced stealing the hubcaps off the Batmobile, a Jason Todd thing. Um, but he's Tim Drake, cause whatever. Um, if it was like, oh, this was like a kid on the street who was taken in by Bruce and he has to, like, interact with kids who are still on the street being exploited, there's a story there. That's not anything they're telling here. There's no mention of Robin, nothing. Like, fuck it, doesn't matter. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I really, because also the episode starts on, um. D- Dick like, Grayson exists. They, Bruce and Alfred raised a child <laughs> four years ago and he's in college right now. <laughs> the episode starts on, um, like these two kids, um, like standing on top of a train playing chicken. Um, and Batman, like, saves them, and I guess it's supposed to establish that Batman really cares about kids, which, um, one, yes, of course, duh, two, um, I just think of this as, like, not Batman's 
wheelhouse. I don't think of Batman, like, going around saving everybody from, um, like, perilous situations. Like, I think of that as a Superman thing. Like, I feel like Batman probably has the Joker to go beat up this night or something. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Um, and it is seemingly only there because they wrote 18 minutes of episode and then we're like, well, I guess we're gonna just foreshadow what this episode is about. Uh, and give Batman a really dumb one-liner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, like, it's not even like, you know, they want to have, like, you know, Superman's a long way off. They're not even doing the Superman thing, because he's like, the way in which he's lecturing these kids feels specifically like Saturday morning cartoons, or it's kind of, it's kind of paternalistic mm-hmm. and annoying. Like, it's like, Batman, you're too cool for this. Why are you being, like, an overbearing dad to these... <laughs> The rest of this, sh- this episode's about kids. These are like teens. These are like people, these, yeah. these kids were smoking and then they got onto a train. <laughs> yeah. It's not like the leprechaun thief who's like a 10 year old and Bruce is like, what is this child being? Is, am I actually fighting leprechauns? <laughs> Should have been leprechauns. Should be better if it was leprechauns. It would be so much better if it was leprechauns. I thought for a moment that maybe I had misremembered how this episode goes and that it actually was. Um, I that it actually was reprica- leprechauns. Yeah, and I was uh, like, "Oh, this is going to be sick." <laughs> Mister Mixelplick and Batmite have summoned leprechauns into Gotham City. <laughs> That's a better story than this, by far. By far. Um. Also, the episode just looks like shit. Yeah, this one's <laughs> this one's not good. Like the animation is just like really framey and bad, and there's like. One scene where um, they forget how to animate uh, Bruce Wayne's eyes, like, because at the start of the scene, he has, like, the sort of, like, full, like, whites of his eyes and the pupils, and then, like, they just animate it differently for the rest of the scene, and it really bothered me, and I already felt like the episode looked like garbage, and then that happens, and... It's just a it's just a bad episode. It's just bad. I don't know. Yep. There's nothing. There's nothing like the studio did seven episodes, and the other ones aren't like bad ones. Uh, they don't. They aren't around anymore. But they were like a Toei like farm studio, basically uh, mm-hmm. called Studio Junio. They have a bunch of anime credits. They worked on a, a single episode of Freakazoid. Like, there's nothing here to be like, ah, oh, why does this one look like this? Just seems like a bad episode. Everything about it's cursed. <laughs> yeah. I, um, just out of curiosity, while we've been talking, I googled, um, uh, worst Batman animated series episodes, and the very first list I pulled up had this as the dirt worst one, so. Um, what list did you look up? Is this the... Um, it's on Collider. Okay. Ranked from worst to first. Man, okay. It's got, it's got the usual suspects up at the top. Uh, I, I scrolled the whole list very quickly and didn't find anything too objectionable. They put the Maybe Forgotten as, too. like, the third worst. The Forgotten's good fun. We're gonna have a lot to talk about when we get to the Forgotten. <laughs> oh! Oh my god! People hate that episode! I forget that people hate that episode, because it's dumb! It's it is, good! It's extreme. That's that so- is, like, the epitome of a, a bad episode that I'll talk about forever. There's a lot of weird shit That's- going on. Bruce Wayne's jobs program for the homeless is in that episode. <laughs> is, isn't that the one where Alfred flies the Batwing to go find Bruce? I think so. I think so. <laughs> uh, it's also got a cool yeah, the custom theme that's only in that episode. The Cape and Cow Conspiracy? That's a good episode. Come on! 
Yeah, there, um, there's stuff here that I'm like very much objecting to. Uh, they put the last laugh down here at number ninety. Come on, come on. <laughs> I guess I also just don't remember the episode titles as quickly as you do because I remembered when you said the forgotten and you said I read the word hobo. I was like, oh right, that one. That one's really fucking good. <laughs> Like, their, their top ten is like, yeah, this is the stuff you put in the top ten, absolutely. I don't think Robin's Reckoning is that good, but you know, whatever, we can argue about it all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, it's the stuff on the bottom, I'm like, what, no, what do you talk, what do you talk, there's like way worse episodes than those. I also, um, they have Heart of Ice as the best one, and I really like Heart of Ice. I'm not saying, like, Heart of Ice is top ten. I don't know that it's the best one. The yeah, the one the I, thing here for me is like I grew up on the show. I knew about it before I knew about the actual comic books, and like, so like it's just another Batman villain introduction. The part where it like actually revolutionized the character of Mister Freeze going forward. He's never been the same since. Is like hard to ignore. But I wasn't aware of that, so it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, this is literally like this is the very first like Mister Freeze thing that I ever saw. Yeah, like I. Did not know Mr. Freeze before this episode. Uh, I guess maybe I probably knew him as Arnold Schwarzenegger, but, like, that's a different thing. Um, uh, this just is Mr. Freeze, and so, like, it's a good ep- It's a really good episode. Uh, but I just, yeah, I just don't know that it's my favorite one. Yeah. Um, Beware the Great Ghost yeah. is number 14. It, that should be in your top 10. What are we doing here? <laughs> Beware the Great Ghost should be top 5, maybe. <laughs> Mad Love should be top ten. Yeah. Um, Beware the Grey Ghost is so good. <laughs> anyway, I don't think we have a whole lot here. Like we're clearly no. done. There, this episode sucks. Like this is d- maybe the dirt worst episode. I was like scrolling through that list and seeing what else is here. Like there's episodes I don't particularly like. Like I don't like Batman in my basement. I think that's kind of a boring episode. But like there's stuff there to talk about. There's nothing here. People really hate I want the cat Jim and the claw. Gordon to show the, up in this show. The cat and the claw is bad, <laughs> but like I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. The cat and the claw is like fun. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good way to like spend forty minutes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. This might be. This might be the worst episode of the show. Damn. Well, only gets goes up from here, I guess. Hmm. If we find anything worse than the Underdwellers, uh, we'll get to shout it out, I guess. I wouldn't be shocked if there are uh, episodes of Justice League that are worse than the Underdwellers. I don't know Justice League as well as I know this show. And, like, when we get to Superman, like, I know the broad strokes, but episode to episode, not going to have a fucking clue. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They might just know what they're doing enough by the time they get to Justice League that they're not going to make something this bad again. You'd think. You'd hope. Anyway. Who can say? (laughs) Um... I don't have anything else. We should we should finish yeah. this podcast. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out Next of here. Next time, we are watching POV, which is a very good episode about Bullock and Montoya. So we'll have a great time. Fuck yes! <laughs> that's that's the Rashomon episode. Fuck yes! Yeah. <laughs> um, that'll be good. So... Uh, I guess I will read more Gotham Central before we do that, yeah. because that is... That episode in particular is like... Greg Rucka and Ed Brubaker saw it and were like, oh, we're just going to do this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Until Um, then, it's plugs time. You find me on Twitter at at Autumnal underscore coffee. You can listen to all my other podcasts at exportodd.io. Tonight, 
Um, I'm going to be recording Hot Singles. It'll be up just two days after uh, this episode goes out on the Patreon feed. So uh, if people don't know Hot Singles, we like review albums and it's probably like the best podcast that I do. Like just like from a quality standpoint. I don't know. It's really fucking good. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, so, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore Bing. You can find all of my podcasts at neuralmapping.com. We just had an episode about Metroid Prime 2 come out. I had to think really hard about what episode come out. Um, and uh, we have a block, but we, me and Jackson do this uh, a podcast called Blockbuster comes out once a month. And we re- we just did an episode about True Lies, which is a bad movie that is mostly very enjoyable. Um, aside from the glaring issue where it's one of the most racist films ever made, especially in the nineties. <laughs> um, and you can check that at our Patreon, Patreon and conversation roll mapping uh, for $5 a month. We're doing Tron legacy next. So please uh, look forward to that. Cause uh, Oh, hell yes. I haven't seen it since it was new in theaters. I remember thinking it was pretty bad. So <laughs> I um I'm literally midway through listening to the True Lies episode uh right now so I'm excited cuz I really love uh Tron Legacy just like with my whole entire heart. Okay, um, interesting cuz I <laughs> thought that movie sucked the first time and I haven't really thought about it since. <laughs> this is like Tron Legacy is like the movie where I feel like Nora's taste and my taste like most overlaps or maybe I just have her taste on something. Okay. <laughs> Um, you can find this podcast, of course, at exportodd.io slash Batman. Uh, free episodes come out every Monday, but if you want them a week early, you can get them at the Patreon, uh, which is just exportodd.io for $1 a month. You should do that. There's, there's, yeah. uh, Nora's about to release that, uh, Marble Hornets episodes, right? Is that five yes. or is that only for a dollar? That is for a dollar. You will get a twice weekly, uh, Marble Hornets podcast so that she is doing that. with Olivia. <laughs> It's I was really, recently I thinking heard the first episode. It's really good. I was recently thinking about rewatching Marvel Hornets, and then I remembered Nora's going to do this, and so I've held off because I've been thinking about Marvel Hornets lately. So I'm excited. I don't know how uh, you do a podcast yeah. over videos that are like three minutes long, but Nora, if anyone can do it, Nora can do it. So, well, so what they're doing is they're like gonna they're hanging out for two hours, and they'll watch a video, record a podcast that's like eight minutes long. Uh-huh. You know, watch another video, record another episode. Watch another video, record another episode. So uh, that'll be coming out at, like, a pretty good clip. Uh, I'm very excited for it because Marble Hornets is dumb. <laughs> um, I remember thinking it was pretty cool when I watched it a long time oh, it's ago. Oh, co- I thought it was very cool, but, like, I heard uh, a little bit of Back to the Ark, uh, or To the Ark, I guess, uh, and it's dumb. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it was oh is it it over it was finished, right? I think so. Okay. I feel like the lore got more intense after the time I watched it all that was extant at the time. Um but I guess I'll listen to the podcast to find out, as everyone listening should do. Um if you're into horror at all, Marble Hornets is pretty it's actually not most it's mostly not very scary too. It's a lot of like build up and brief moments where it's actually spooky. Um Yeah. It's good. Just like people walking through the woods. Yeah. Um, that's it. Get out of here. Batman, read a comic. Do anything other than watch this episode. Batman. Batman.